Hello, my lovelies. We are back with season four of another drag queen show. <laughs> and guess what? Someone who's been off the air for a while is back with me again in our new lovely furnished studio. Let's just call it that. Anyways, it's me and Miss Sarah. So let's go ahead and cue the cheesy intro music. It's fashion. It's gossip. It's another talk show. It's just another opinionated biatch saying what's on her mind with her guest host. It's another drag queen show. Da, 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 da. I believe at this point I already played the intro music. Moving on. <laughs> well, There's okay. intro music. Yes, I came. Yeah, I came. I'll play it for you when we're done recording. I'll, <laughs> I'll play it for you when we're done recording. You tell me what you think. Is it Sissy That Walk or The Bitch Is Back or? Do I look like I could afford a copyright lawsuit at this point in my life? Good point. Thank you. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> it's been a while, and I'm back with a very familiar, sultry voice. No, that's not Lauren Bacall. Shit. Uh, and I'm probably like two-thirds of the people listening to this don't even know who that is. But right? <laughs> uncultured swine. <laughs> but anyways, so, Miss Sarah. You know what's sad? What? We are not sitting... In our usual parking lot. No. After having eaten a very delicious breakfast. No, we instead... But we have eaten a very delicious dinner. Yeah, we ate lasagna, fistfuls of Doritos, and... Well, you're working on the other half of that pint of ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Food is always involved. Yeah, well, anyways, we, um, we're here in your lovely apartment. Thank you for hosting. You've got the comfy furniture. I'll mind you, totalitarian and functional, unfortunately. (laughs) I'll eventually get a real couch. Just not quite yet. (laughs) Eventually, I will get a couch. Just not quite yet. Just not quite yet. (laughs) Yeah. And I say I say it should be a comfy mix mix mash thing from uh, the, from a thrift store or something like that yeah. or a resale shop because then it kind of goes with the motif you have set up here where it's, where I've gotten furniture from just about every family member. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And meanwhile, let's see. The only thing in this living room that I've actually bought myself is my TV. My TV stand that me and my dad put together, and that bookshelf. Yes, where it has various workout equipment. Yeah. Low impact, of course. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Anywho, so we're catching up. So we're catching up a little bit, and a um, little bit. I don't know if you follow me on TikTok or any of my socials. You might have noticed that, like, I've been kind of non-existent content wise for the last three months yeah yeah it's been three months yeah you've been busy yeah i've been busy and i've been busy and just going through a mental health crisis and all that lovely stuff i'm better now the bitch is not quite back but i just yeah We had to get this particular podcast episode in before Halloween. Yeah. And I'll explain why when we get to that section. 
<laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about tonight. I know. We're we're winging it. Old school. Season one style. Right? <laughs> where we just started talking and... Yeah, and random shit. Where, 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 random shit just went everywhere and I just... You know, bare knuckled the steering wheel that is this little handy dandy notebook with serial killer handwriting. Oh, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> God, I have terrible handwriting. Oh, anyways, um, so let's get. Which is funny yeah. because it's like you have doctor handwriting. You know that handwriting <laughs> where you look at it and you're like, uh, I don't know what this says. You need a cipher to like decode it or something. And then I'm just like, and then someone at work actually asked me to explain my handwriting because they saw my because they saw my notes that I would that I would take during work. And um, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, it's mostly in shorthand. And they're like, what? Oh, let me explain. I used to be a someone's personal assistant, and for that job, I had to learn shorthand. Mm-hmm. Even though it was only for six months, I was their personal assistant, but I learned shorthand and. It worked with my normal handwriting, so now I just do it out of habit, a mixture of cursive and shorthand, and now it's my own little language. See, it says Ubzub right here. (laughs) That could mean anything. In this case, it means, fuck if I know. (laughs) It's like when I'm at work, if. I have I have two computer screens on my desk. I have one that follows the schedule and then one mm. that has like when I'm talking on the phone. And I'll have two or three tabs open when I'm talking on the phone. Um especially if I'm like doing one thing and then I'm trying to schedule that person and that, you know, I'll just have like multiple tabs open. But then if I'm talking on the phone, I'll also have a pad of paper taking notes on that pad of paper but if somebody was to come and look at my pad of paper they would have no fucking clue (laughs) as to what i'm talking about just by reading that pad of paper because i'm just writing in short in my own shorthand yes and like just just scribbles and just like my own little abbreviations and yeah and And if you tried to read it you'd be like what yeah, it's just yeah. What does F U mean? It, it it's not F U. It's follow up. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just little. In my mind, it makes sense. In somebody else's mind, they think I was like, F U. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should just do that. If you maybe you should just put a little thing right there. If you got this far reading down this page, then F U. <laughs> Boom, and then draw a little mic dropping. <laughs> Hey, you want to try doing that at work? <laughs> right now? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, we're not going to go into details on it and everything, but just summarize for the listener. To summarize for the listeners, you have a Viper that went on vacation and now she's back in the hen house situation. Yes. And, you know, and it's kind of weird that upper management and stuff isn't noticing that all the stuff that you're going through or that you're being told you're in trouble for and everything seemed to all coincide around a certain set of dates yeah. which all happened to be right after the fucking twat waffle gets back from vacation yeah. <laughs> yeah. and how she seems to be the center of all this and they haven't figured it out but then again that's upper management yeah <laughs> bastards <laughs> oh god so Let's move on through these little bits of 
topics and what's not that might help us take our mind off of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the queen is dead. That's one way to just put it out there. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> that was funny. That's funny. Somber moment. The queen is dead. <laughs> well, I was really. It is really just a strange piece of history. She is the longest reigning monarch mm -hmm. in English history. Mm -hmm. One of the longest reigning monarchs in world history. Mm -hmm. But what was sad to me the most is that when she was when she died, there was so much strife within within the family dynamic. Yep. And and that never healed. And then when you look at it, the tabloids went bonkers because mm -hmm. of Harry and William, Harry and Charles. This one of the headlines was about the queen cutting Harry and Meghan out of the will. Um the Harry's kids not getting HRE. I mean, it was just nonsense. Mm -hmm. But then when I also thought about it, our generation will see two royals die because King Charles or whatever is old. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is, he is not a young man. He is like in his like 70s. Mm -hmm. So he is he is really not going to last a long time. So we will see him pass away and we will see Harry, not Harry, sorry, William take the crown. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's just a lot in English history mm -hmm. that's going to happen in our generation. Mm hmm. And like, you know, and, I, and like you said, and everything being the longest reigning monarch, like um, I was at work and of course, you know, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee was. You know, I know. We saw, I saw yeah. a lot of that. And, you know, and everyone was like, kind of like, oh my God, why is this so important? I'm like, because it's never happened before. Mm -mm. <laughs> and they're just like, what? We've never had a monarch. We never had a monarch in Europe serve this long before. For 75 years. Right. She's like one of the longest serving monarchs in history. We've never had one before. Of course, everyone over there's, of course, everyone across the pond's going gaga right now. We never had a platinum jubilee. <clears throat> Anyways. And then on the same note, though, I understood why there was a lot of English citizens or England, however you want to say that, that were upset with the amount of money. Mm -hmm. that was spent on the Platinum Jubilee. When, from what I what I heard on, like, of course, again, gossip or, like, just, like, through, through the news, through, like, not TMZ, but TMZ-type news reports mm -hmm. and news reports that go on Facebook News, um, there's such a deficit in England right now. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's worldwide with everything that's going on worldwide. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, while it was great to celebrate it, and it was an amazing feat to be a monarch for 75 years, could that expense have been done elsewhere? 
are maybe not as flamboyantly. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, and then, like, um, crap, one of my friends. But you're never going to yeah. please everybody. <laughs> I know. And then one of my friends on, um, from that I, that I gained through TikTok, um, that I gained through TikTok, she's known as the Black Curvy Witch on there. Um, she usually does a bunch of reaction videos and stuff like that. But, um, anyways, she, uh, <clears throat> so the queen passed away, right? Mm-hmm. The queen passed away. All right. So there's like a mourning period for the country. Right. That, you know, ext- that extends for days, you know, right? And if you like listen to like the requirements, like the radio mm. can only play. So a certain set of mm. mute, a certain set of <clears throat> songs or certain certain type of music and the tv yeah. can only do i mean it's it was crazy right and then like um and the thing was was that she did like a reaction well she did kind of like a reaction video because um there's a so there's like a up to a handful she did a reaction video to a handful of social justice warriors uh because they were going like the queen may have passed away but we cannot forget everything that's happened and i'm just like sitting here going like um Nobody's forgotten anything about that, and like you know, she just she she chimed in and basically pointed out, listen, nobody's forgotten anything about that, at all. Nobody's forgotten the nobody's forgot ever. No, we're not just for, like she's like we're not just remembering the good with the queen. We also remember everything bad that had, that happened that you know that she had involvement in, that her families had involvement in, you know the fa- families had involvement in everything, and like where their wealth comes from, what this 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 this, this and where where all this comes from. And she's like we're not going to do it, but right now what we're going to do is that we're going to have some class, yeah, and we're going to let a family mourn and a bunch and a large number of people mourn because she was important to a lot of people and everything we're gonna let them mourn and then she's like then we can talk about the bad <laughs> and you know i was like you know i was just like, i was like just thinking about that i'm like yeah that seems to happen i mean like you know when we have like controversial people and everything pass away like i don't know it's always like the social justice warriors who just jump in but we can't forget da, 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 da. and i'm just yeah. like and i'm thinking like just shove to the funeral and throw some paint on their coffin if you want to, dude. <laughs> and then you'll get the death penalty, anyway. But <laughs> right. I'm just like, just show. Why don't you just go to? Why don't you just go show some paint? Why don't you go throw some paint on their coffin? I mean, I'm just like, I'm just like, really, really, they're they're dead. Yeah, they are dead. We can talk about this after a respectful period of mourning. Nobody's going to forget the way she reacted to Diana. Nobody mm. is going to forget that there were times when she made mistakes. She was, she became a queen. When she was like 20. When she was a very, very young. Mm. And to be perfectly 100% honest, she was never meant to be queen. Yeah. If her uncle mm. had not abdicated, mm. making her father king... She would never become queen. Mm. And so she was thrown into this, having never been educated to be queen. And so, yeah, she made a lot of, she made, not a lot. Mm. She made some mistakes. And then her son, who, from everything that I can tell, was... special (laughs) the way he was educated the way he was groomed into this role Mm -hmm. 
he was special. Mm-hmm. He was a very effeminate mm-hmm. boy, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point he thought Diana would cover that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the queen liked it. No. And I think that just caused this whole nuclear <laughs> explosion just, in the family. Yeah, and and like I said and yeah, like I said and everything. I mean like nobody's forgotten like it like you know the bad that you know that the yeah. monarch that the, the whole British royal family's tied to. Nobody's forgetting that and everything. But it was just kinda of, but it was just kinda of like a little irate and everything that like as soon as they announce she's dead, they suddenly the social yeah. justice warriors just creep out of the work and none of them are British. Yeah. You <laughs> wanna know one of the classiest things that I saw out of this whole thing? What? So David Beckham. Uh-huh. Right. One of the biggest names uh-huh. to ever come out of England. Right? Right. So one of the shots that came out um, during the the when when the queen was laying in what is it called laying in laying in wait or something like that when yeah. when her coffin or whatever is in the 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 thing yeah and Westminster Abbey or whatever right David Beckham waits in line mm-hmm. with the millions of people. Mm-hmm. That are waiting in line to pay respects to the queen mm-hmm. for hours, mm-hmm. hours and hours. Like he waits in line with the common people mm-hmm. for I don't know. They said some like six or seven hours to go and pay his respects. This is probably one of the richest people in England, and he he waits like everybody else. Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to push his way through. He doesn't try to get a special pass. He doesn't try to use his name or his wife's name or anything else. He goes and stands in line and just just does it. God, he's so fucking sexy too. Right? Sorry. I mean, absolutely. But I'm just saying that showed a world of class to me that he would not push his way through to try and oh yeah i get it 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 it. but at the same time i'm also thinking about the nudes that leaked out oh shut up and i saw them before they were scrubbed of course you did i mean i'm not saying it was amazing i'm just saying anything it could get the job done so <laughs> I'm gonna say I need my ice cream. Shut up. Okay, while you're eating and everything, let's go ahead because I ran this by you and you were just totally baffled and everything. The pink sauce, pink sauce gate. What the hell is pink sauce? <laughs> Bitch, people still don't know it 100. Anyways, there was this. I'm creator. thinking pink sauce is like ketchup and mayonnaise like mixed there, together. Okay, 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 okay. There was this. There's this tech. There's this uh. TikTok personality who um, did beauty and who was doing beauty and beauty shit and everything, and she really wasn't going anywhere. And then she started posting about how she's like a you know a personal chef, a personal professional chef. Okay, all right. She started getting views and da 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 da. da. Well, then she goes viral, massively viral, 
almost instantly because um, she started posting about her homemade sauce that she called homemade sauce that she like is just like a dipping sauce that she calls the pink sauce. And what it basically is is like from what I understand, it's basically like it's basically like um, oil, chili. Pe- it's basically oil, uh, chili pepper, garlic. Um, let's see, oh, garlic, okay, garlic, um, garlic. There's like a splash of there's like a splash of milk, some seasoning, some different spices, and then what makes it and like some and a drizzle of honey, and then what makes it pink is that she uses red dragon fruit. Which actually uses red dragon fruit puree, which actually turns the whole thing pink. Okay. Okay, and apparently people who have tasted it like said it was like said it was like oh this is legit the shit da 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 da, da. like she had people and everything before she started selling it all right and um on her t- her TikTok showed that like it was like a vibrant pink color, you know it, it kind of looked like Pepto Bismol pink that you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she started selling it. This is when the problem arose. <laughs> okay, first of all, the labels were misprinted on the bottles. Second of all, because there was actually milk in there, there was actually it went bad. Oh, oh, oh worse, 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 worse. Um, it didn't just go bad or anything. I mean, like you know, like things like ranch dressing and everything do have like milk byproducts in there, and you're supposed to refrigerate after your opening. But then again, it's made to be stored. You know made to be stored and be able to withstand certain temperature range and everything yeah. you know prior to opening but then after you open the seal's gone oh anyway so this stuff wasn't really done this stuff wasn't really like concocted up into um i mean like apparently it was made in like it was made in like a, a food safe kitchen and all that stuff and everything but anyways she ended up selling out on the pink sauce and the only thing you need to buy on the website was just the pink sauce just the bottle size generic, generic what was misprinted though what did it say on the well box? that there were like 499 servings <laughs> misspelt vinegar which was one of the ingredients um and none of the calorie contents and everything was you know accurate it looked like a stock image basically just print on the label yeah but anyways, but the fact that, like, you know, it really did need to be refrigerated. But anyways, but it, this happened, like, over the summer. And then what happened was, was that when she sold out and everything, she sent, she would mail it over the summer and everything. And you know how she sent it? Do you know those, um, do you know, like, that Amazon, uh, that gray packaging and everything, mm-hmm. where you might have something just loosely bubble wrapped or anything? Mm-hmm. That's how it was being sent to people. In glass? No. No, it was plastic. It was a plastic bottle. In the, the summer being just wrapped up in bubble wrap and then put in that like that aluminum that aluminum thing the aluminum um envelope that you can get from amazon it was a hundred million degrees outside right so then people started posting videos of them getting their pink sauce it's either exploded it went rancid (laughs) or they or it came to them perfectly fine um perfectly fine but then they noticed that it wasn't as vibrant of a pink as it was advertised and um that uh, it really didn't taste good at all. And she was selling this for like $20 a bottle. And she sold out. She sold like 500,000 bottles. And then like... Oh, she went broke. Yeah, and then you, and then like a bunch of bigger, giant accounts started actually just... Po- not, like, not even verified people and everything. Just people with like, you know, massive followings, but they're not even verified or anything. Started like vouching for the pink sauce. 
and it started vouching for the pink sauce. They kept talking about, oh, I'm going to get the pink sauce and I'm going to try it. Like, da, 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 da. finally, they actually sat down and tried it. And they're just like, okay, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. It tastes kind of like watered down ranch. Because it probably just has ranch seasoning mixed in with it. Anywho, and then people kept talking about like the FDA, the FDA, the FDA. Well, fun fact about food laws. Okay, fun fact about food laws. Okay. All right. There is a thing called cottage laws, which is what allows like, you know, like a you or I um, to like, as long as we are, as long as the income we're getting from the product we're making and everything, we can keep it here in like, you know, like your kitchen and everything. Like a few batches of brownies. Like so that's, how, that's how people are able to sell actually food at a bake sale and not get in trouble is because of something known as a cottage law. Okay. Well, her sales from this thing, um, ex you know, went to another form of cottage laws and everything, which is for like, you know, more of like, um, just a local product, like, like, um, crap. I don't know. I don't like beekeepers selling honey mm -hmm. and everything because it's like a bigger thing and they have a bigger income and they have a bigger, you know, and everything. So they get, so they go on instead of, anyways, so which is why she has like an actual professional kitchen where she's actually making this in which you know covers all that however the fda finally got involved when there was a handful of people obviously being hospitalized for being food poisoned <laughs> can't quite identify what was making them sick they just all had the pink sauce and the fda came in and everything when um her income and sales exceeded all the cottage hall requirements and they notified her okay and like, but you know, actually, but this the story actually does have a happy ending and everything. You might actually be seeing the pink sauce on shelves eventually. You and like, you know, select retailers. You might be seeing them on shelves eventually, only because the FDA, because they got involved in everything, they explained to her certain food regulations. Da 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 da. And they're actually helping. And apparently, according to her, and her her name is Chef. Her name is Chef Pie. Oh, anyways. Um, they gave. They went ahead and um, gave her some resources to better adequately make a better product. So right now, production on the pink sauce has halted until she can get all this done and set up. So we might actually be. She's like she didn't get sued. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. She could have been seriously sued. Like seriously sued. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so that's pink sauce gate. It was like this whole mess thing. And it's, I'm just sorry, but these TikTokers that kept hyping up this girl's pink sauce and everything. And then they finally tried and they were just like, wah, wah. I'm like, you got it because you fell for the damn hype. <laughs> Anyways, that's pink sauce gate and that's the insanity rabbit hole I keep finding myself in. <laughs> I have to admit that I use, I sometimes I'll pay, well, I haven't been on TikTok in. God knows how long. A gajillion years. I have so many notifications on that ship. But. <clears throat> I did get sucked into the hype on the circle bottle. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see the. I love it. I see the remnants of it over there. Oh yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. This is not a paid sponsorship. No, it's not, but we need one because, <laughs> dude, I will hype that sucker. So, people from the Circle Bottle, if you're here, we will be willing to do an ad TikTok. She will be willing to do some kind of dance on TikTok for this. I, I absolutely will. Yeah, I, so I'm just... It is the only... It is, it's gotten me to drink water, and you know me. I don't like water. I, I think... I have to flavor my water or I won't drink it because I think it tastes like 
metal. I, 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 I don't like the flavor. I don't like the taste of water. I never have. But then again, let's just be honest and everything. We do live in an area where the taste of water impurity is kind of questionable. That is true. So, because I will not drink water out of a faucet. I abs absolutely will. I will throw it up if I have to drink water out of a faucet. Mostly because we live in an area where the water quality is questionable, which is why yeah. I have a couple of filter pitchers in my fridge. Yeah, and <laughs> I will buy cases of water mm. by the forty pack. Maybe we need to get you like one. Maybe we need to get you like a filter thingy for like your sink. Maybe. I mean, that way, that way, you don't have to spend so much on water bottles. I buy the cheap water, but it's by the forty pack, and I still don't like the taste of water. And I will still put a flavoring pack in it. No, I'm inside. I will yeah. take the water bottle and put it in the circle bottle. It's a double bottle. Yeah, <laughs> double bottle. A double filter. A double filter build up in it. We'll but talk yes. about the filter thing. <laughs> but I, I love my circle bottle, and I got it from TikTok. Tikitoki. All right, so moving on. Okay, so did you have you heard of the issues some people have with like, um, particularly um, the new live action um, Little Mermaid that's going to be coming out? Yes. Mm -hmm. You've heard about all that. I I mean I've heard I saw a couple of blurbs on it on Facebook, and I have my own mixed mm -hmm. feelings about it. Mm-hmm. But I keep them to myself because I don't want somebody to say I'm like racist and homophobic okay. and stuff. So yeah. okay, so my thing is, my only thing is, is like, who has the authority? What grand wizard? Because I, I just bring that up and everything because there's like some other shows. There's some. There's like a. There's gonna be like a. There's gonna be like a handful of remakes for a, a bunch of different things coming up and everything. And of course. The casting isn't exactly like the original. Isn't going to be exactly like the original in any way, shape, or form. Um, I would like to meet the king of all things <laughs> cartoony, animated, all things cartoon, animated, and inspired by a surprisingly terrifying story <laughs> that got magically turned into something kid friendly. Or anything. I would like to meet the person who's in charge of all this. But if okay, if we're going by terrifying stories turned into kids shows, well, you could do that with every single one of the fairy tales mm. because they're all loosely based on Grimm's, on the Grimm brothers. Yes, and so they're all terrifying stories. But here's here's my thing. Mm -hmm. If we are gonna go back and turn all of our Disney princesses. And to a different ethnicity. Mm -hmm. What what would happen? Just just think for a second. Mm -hmm. One second. What the fuck would happen if we took Mulan? Just just think and turned her into a white chick. Or I mean, it couldn't physically happen. I mean, it's Mulan. And it's actually, and it actually is a history, is actually a historic story. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Or just, what would happen if we took Tiana from Princess and the Frog mm -hmm. and turned her into a white chick? Or what? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, people would lose their fucking shit. Now, logically, in the story, you couldn't do it. But I'm just saying. Okay. If 
this is the way people are thinking. Well, let's see. Let me let me let me let me just say something. First of all, let's talk a little bit about the Hans Christian Andersen story that the little that you know that ba- the guy who basically wrote the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Do you know how the original one ends? Doesn't she die or? And Hans Christian, eat something. And Hans Christian kill somebody. And Hans Christian Andersen in the in the whole world during the oh yeah well I believe it was Hans Christian Andersen I can't remember the author right now. I don't remember. Okay, in his lore. Mermaids were sentient creatures that had no soul. <laughs> Ariel was, therefore, when they died, they turned to sea foam. Huh, cool. Ariel happened to fall in love with a prince, but she was also afraid of dying. Huh. So, in order for, so she goes visit a sea witch who wasn't a villain, just an entity. As old and powerful as her father, who is also an entity who's been alive for thousands of years and has millions of children. She goes to see this entity who just happens to be known as the Sea Witch. The Sea Witch gives her an option for her to fulfill her dream with meeting her true love and also not perishing out of existence. Period. By the way, just FYI and everything, the original Ariel and everything in this story was of color. She was depicted as a tan, as a person with very tan skin, Mediterranean, Mediterranean era, thick curly black hair. She wasn't thick curly black hair. That's how she was depicted in the original story. So moving on. Anyways, so she goes, to, so she finally finds this prince. I can't remember what's his, what's his name and everything, but it turns out Probably he's not a, Eric. Because he wasn't named Eric in the original story. <laughs> Let me finish the guy. Okay, first of all, this, see, this is the thing about Disney. They take these stories, which they all actually have horrifying endings, yeah, and none, none of them end good. Yeah. And they Disney-fy it up. Yeah, they do. There were people of color in these original yeah. stories. There were. How okay. Little Red Robin Hood was fucking scary as hell. Yeah. Anyways, long story short and everything... Um, finds out he's falls he's fallen in love with another girl and everything. The the witch was the trade off was her voice and everything for a pair of legs so she can try and meet him. But unfortunately she can't talk and da 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 da. Long story short, she decides to go ahead and because of the because of her contract because a mermaid can't be out of water for only because a mermaid can only be out of water for three days <laughs> at the most and everything. She decides to resign to her fate and turn into sea foam. Yeah, I thought she died. Yes, and that's where she is. She she didn't go to heaven. She didn't go to hell. She just disappeared, huh. which is what she was originally afraid of in the first yeah. place. <laughs> da, 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 da. So my point is, and everything. Who cares what race they were? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yet again. I mean, yet again. Where's the anthem? Yet again, and everything. Is it really up to the anti-Semite Walt Disney to actually cast his magic? pen or whatever or dildo or i don't know and everything just to just to say like no 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 lovey they must all be absolutely pristine white and no jewish noses even though two of these stories actually had jewish people in them dun 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 yeah <laughs> as long i mean as long as they don't mess with my mary poppins they can do whatever the fuck they want Okay, they already remade Mary Poppins three times. No. They had Mary Poppins, and then they did Mary Poppins 2. Mary Poppins 2 was not a remake. 
It was a sequel. I watched it. It took me a couple of years to actually finally decide, okay, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. But I did watch it. It was a sequel, not a remake. They're not going to retouch it, dear. I know. It was good. Okay. It was okay. Okay, fine. But anyways, that's just my point and everything. A lot of people are freaking out. I mean, we're talking about, these same people are freaking about this and everything. They're freaking about the fact that the green M&M isn't as sexy anymore. And they're coming out with a purple M&M. Keep in mind, we're not dealing with a bunch of people who rationally yeah. think about this. It's a fucking cartoon. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's like... I, I don't understand. Here, here, here's my other problem. Mm-hmm. And, and it has nothing to do with that. Mm. Why can't Disney and Pixar and just Hollywood in general come up with a new original idea why are we remaking old movies why can't we come up with new and exciting ideas instead of remaking old ideas you want to do a new cartoon that's fabulous that's great let's start using our imaginations and create new princesses and new characters to get our 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 young kids of today excited mm-hmm. and make them want to become cartoonists and actors and directors and think to themselves, ooh, I want to learn how to do that. I think it's the same reason why they're doing, it would be the same reason why they're doing these remakes like this. Representation. But at the same time and everything, you're also dealing with a bunch of people who are, bunch of people who still have total control of everything who have been having total control of everything for decades who aren't going to change their mind but let's go ahead how about this we repackage it and resell it like this yeah but i'm just i'm waiting for them i know to come i mean i know hun, i know i know i know i know i know but let me just point this out and everything it's just not magically like elvis was yeah. fabulous yeah that was a new and clean idea and it was i mean amazing I mean, honey, honey, there are new ideas coming. It's just that they're just not as big as hits. They're just not hitting it off. And when we're talking with something like, with like, a, like a giant like Disney, they're going to go where the money goes. And unfortunately, their creators who they've laid off several dozen amazing creators before and everything are just going to try and find a way and everything to make them money and get their point across in the same way. <sighs> My point being is, it's not real. Why are we making such a big deal about this? It's just like yeah. I said, the same idiots who are making a big deal about the fact they took away the pink, M- the green M&M's high heels and gave her go-go boots instead. Suddenly, she's less sexy. Why would <laughs> And now they're coming out. They came out with a purple M&M that is supposed to promote unity... What was it? It was Unity and... Oh, what was it? I, I read the ad. Mm. Um, let me Google. Real fast. Real fast, I promise. Da, 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 She's female. Uh huh. Uh, 
M&M's introduced purple and new Fuck off. M&M's introduced purple, a new character to designed to represent inclusivity. Okay. Um. Comes after the company. Shit, I don't have my glasses. Um, announced a modern makeover of sorry, a modern makeover of their character earlier this year as a part of a global commitment to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and the society is inclusive. The new permanent addition to the team is the third female member of the M&M's team along with green and brown, but the first female peanut M&M. If you're the kind of snack... The character voiced by comedian and talk show host Amber Ruffin was introduced in the in a YouTube video. I can't talk right now. Um, not that this will change. Anyway, yeah. So okay, so. Them. Okay, so. It's just a piece of candy. Yeah, but it's supposed to promote inclusivity. Okay. Somehow, I don't know. Anyways, long story short, it's all stupid. Quit getting your titties in a twist over something stupid. <laughs> it's not like they're banning the originals from being on the streaming app. There. I said it. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. I guess I'll bring us to this first half of this little episode around... To a close ish 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 situation. Um, of course, I have to talk a little bit about Drag Race. That's still going on? Yes, yes. And there are way too many franchises to follow. There's Drag Race France, Drag Race Holland, Drag Race Italia, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Canada, Drag Race Thailand. There's going to be a Drag Race. There's going to be a Drag Race Belgium soon. There's gonna be a, there's Drag Race España, <laughs> so many Drag Races. <laughs> I heard Drag Race Brazil's in the work. Drag Race Philippines just finished. It's all Drag Races. Although I did catch this season of Drag Race UK, <laughs> and you will be happy to know, girl, we're like, okay, four episodes in, four episodes in, and all the pretty thin look queens that just look sickening were all eliminated. Thank God. And which one? Drag Race UK. Oh. All the look queens were eliminated. Thank God. Not saying that they aren't great drag queens. I'm just saying that when... It's a lot more than just a look. And their performance capabilities just was not up to par with everyone else. Neither, And their personalities were kind of... Yeah. What's going on with the U.S. drag, drag I don't, race? It's coming. It just hasn't been aired yet. It's just it's, it's coming. It's just that they haven't started promoting it yet. Yeah, it's a coming. It's a coming. Probably around December. It's a coming. It's the one that they spend the most money on. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest production, longest running episodes. God, I hope they keep it under. Why 16. are you talking in an Italian accent? We just had lasagna. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up, I got to tell you about this. Um, 
So I'm, I'm just saying the drag race thing. I'm just saying that Tabby. Oh, and then, of course, there's going to be Canada versus the world premiering soon. Let dun, me know dun, when there's, dun. like, a drag race Ukraine or a drag race Russia. <laughs> that will never happen. <laughs> but it'd be funny if it did. Right? Are you kidding? They all be arrested on the spot each episode. Find out who gets arrested. I mean, eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I say it? <laughs> Anyways, but also, I'm really excited about this and everything because I'm going to be watching, starting to watch this soon. I'm going to be doing a separate podcast podcast series for it. It's coming back. Yellowstone I'm doing season five. Oh God, no! You no. Oh. Cause that's what I'll be watching. Okay, fine. You watch that. You watch that bullshit. I'll be watching something more. I'll be watching something more um, with substance. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, there is a lot of substance in Yellowstone. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about guys' asses. Anyways. Oh, I didn't know we we had to have criteria. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So. I did it, so I'm going to be bringing back the Dragula, I'm going to be bringing back the Dragula review, because a new season of Dragula premieres, well, after this comes out and everything, premiered on Shudder. Yes, it's Dragula Titans. (laughs) Okay, it's basically like a version, it's kind of like the the creepy, the creepy, kooky, spooky version, the Boulay Brothers versions of... All stars, basically, yeah. fan favorite. Let's see, either fan favorites or queens that they follow and that they've noticed have, like you know, drag performers that they follow and they noticed have, you know, they notice have like you know have grown from their original season, yeah. or that they feel that just deserves a second break, deserves a second break that they couldn't fit in schedule wise from their other kind of ish all star season that they mm-hmm. named Resurrection and everything. Um, Anyways, they're going to be bringing them back to compete again. Cool. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, and, like, and according to the Boulay Brothers from their um, podcast, they said that they are going to call this Titans because these are not all-stars. These are not all-stars. Because the, these queen, because these particular performers are just literally killing it in their field. In fact, actually, one of the contestants... Her name is Eva Destruction. She was on season three. She had such a massive social media following, like uh, close to a million before she actually got on the show. And it's just grown more. And then there's like another one um, that describes herself as a uh, drag cryptid. She uh, the drag cryptid. She likes to do um, her name's Yavska. Their name. Well, their name is Yavska. Basically does drag but all in fabric basically like i don't know how else to describe it they basically turn themselves into a weird creature with weird body proportions and stuff like that um made headline news in canada and in new york um actually it's been featured actually has been featured in a few handful of magazines as a feature handful of magazines blown up since then because is a favorite on tiktok um is a favorite person like to watch on tiktok uh let's see and uh, let's see, Erica Clash is coming back too. She's from season two, if I remember correctly. Erica actually got nationally famous not that long ago uh, because Erica pointed. Erica was in Dallas, I believe, was in Dallas um, during a drag festival and got kicked out of a Whataburger for being in drag. And also, the manager was apparently very openly homophobic and didn't want the 
I didn't want to be part of my French faggots coming into the restaurant. Wow. <laughs> so Erica apparently got and became national news because was just outraged at the fact of just doing that. <laughs> didn't have to go to Whataburger. There was an in and out right down the road, but okay. Now, <laughs> anyway, so that's going to be coming eventually. I'm going to be doing a whole review on that. Why do you do a taste test? I've never had in and out but I love Whataburger. I think you'll like in and out So we should do a taste testing. Eventually, some. Oh, someday. Uh, well, anyways, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back for part two. And part two is going to be really fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a spoopy episode. <laughs> and we're back. And I know you were curious about this part of the podcast. Very yeah. curious. Well, guess what? We're going to have some topics that are going to be attached to something else because just in time for spooky season, we're going to chat a little bit about our sex lives. I don't have one anymore. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had one since, what, March? So basically every time you open your legs, instead of here, and since it's spooky season, instead of hearing a, <laughs> you hear more of a, Ooh. That's more like crickets. Oh, God, you gotta get you gotta get an exterminator down there, <laughs> or just you know weed whack and comb and shampoo. <laughs> they make they make creams for that now. You know? <laughs> hello, like an echo. Hello, 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 hello. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, my hoo-ha is not named Brittany. <laughs> I don't think I've ever named my hoo-ha. Maybe you should name your hoo-ha. What name comes to mind when you think of your hoo-ha? Rhonda. Why Rhonda? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> Betty. Sad, lonely, and pathetic. SLP. Sad, lonely, pathetic. Sad, lonely, and pathetic. Tammy! <laughs> Kim. There you go. Let's call her Kim. Because she can be a real bitch. That sounds good. <laughs> there you go. Hi, Kim. Nice to meet you. You cunt. But you are one. Never mind. <laughs> 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 Loyal listeners, there's a whole very long story to this whole little conversation. That we cannot go into full detail because it would involve a lawyer and we can't afford that, let's be honest. I mean, we yeah. can barely afford the Stouffer's lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and the pint of ice cream. There you go. <laughs> and the Doritos. <laughs> and that sounds like a weird combination, but honestly, it was not. <laughs> it's not like at some point we were using Doritos to eat the lasagna like it was dip, although we could have. Oh, yeah, we could have. Yeah. Why didn't you think of that? I don't know. It just came to me. I finally sobered up, okay? So yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Next time. Yeah. Okay, so, um, first topic, dating apps. 
Oh, we know all about those. I know all about those. Okay, but real quick, just a quick side note. Did you hear about the right-wing dating app called the Right Stuff app? I have not heard about that, but I'm really wanting to sign up for it right now. <laughs> well, just so I can fuck with people. Good news is you'd be the only woman on there because guess what? That's what the biggest question was. Where are all the women at? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, where are all the women at? <laughs> oh, oh, and then get this, get this, get this. What is this fucker called? It's called the right stuff. Gonna see if it's still in the Apple store? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know what else happened? Uh, guys who signed. Uh, guys. It's still there. <laughs> How low is this rating? 3 stars. Oh, it went up by 1. Oh, sorry, 2.7. Oh, we still get the same. Anyways, oh, the pictures are hilarious. Oh, get this. Get this. Get this. Get this. Get this. You know The how right <laughs> stuff brings people together who share with shared values. And similar passions. Discover new people while swiping on our fun full screen experience. Stop sweating the small talk and start with a date in mind. You can respond directly to amazing date ideas or create your own for even more matches. I had no idea this was something that I could be coming across when signing up. Can we please get rid of this feature? I would like to actually use the... And oh, it's invite only. <laughs> so basically, guys can creep on you. Yeah. Oh, I gotta look at this. Keep talking. Okay, so get this. Um, there were so many guys on there bragging about being at the January sixth event. I was on January sixth. The... Oh, the riot. Yes. And then guess what happened? Oh, I don't want to give you my number. Sorry. They all got phone calls from the FBI. Yeah, we're deleting that. I don't want you to have my phone number. <laughs> that's hilarious. I know, right? No, you're not getting my phone number. See, oh, and that's the other problem is everything. I have trouble. Some people. Did you get deleted? Hell yeah, I deleted it. Okay. And I don't want them to have my phone number. There you go. But still. Anyways, so people were arrested because some guys were bragging that they were at the January 6th thing. Um, some other people were arrested and everything because they um, advertised the fact they were members of the Proud Boys. Um, oh, yeah. I don't want to get on there. Yeah. And then some other guys, you know, went ahead, um, did, did also get arrested and removed from. Number. Yeah, they got removed. What? <laughs> Nothing. They got removed from the app because they were posting about being neo-Nazis. Lovely. I know, right? Totally should have given them my number. And then, totally should log on. And then the whole thing is and everything, there's literally almost no women on there. Literally none. That was like the one of the biggest complaint. It's mostly men. Just mostly men. I should totally get on there. <laughs> but, it, but instead of using like my normal like <clears throat> profile that I use... What should I say? Why don't you take a picture of Tammy down there and just... Oh, wait, that's right. We named her Kim. Why don't you take a picture of Kim down there and just... Let's see. I am a... 
lawyer from Austin uh-huh. who believes in Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Jewish space lasers. Corn circles are done by the pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> the earth is flat. Birds don't exist. <laughs> um, that NASA doesn't exist. There's no satellites. And all space pictures are fake. And aluminum foil will save your life. (laughs) (laughs) The overlords won't be able to read your mind. (laughs) And they follow you by Mm Wi-Fi. They track your life by the Wi-Fi on your phone. And that crack cocaine was the best thing Ronald Reagan did. (laughs) (laughs) And I know his lovely wife didn't, his lovely wife Nancy didn't have a rumor floating around Hollywood that she gave the best blowjobs. That was all fake. That was all done by the left. That was all Biden's fault. Everything is Biden's fault. Exactly. (laughs) And I was Trump's lesbian lover. So what, your, so what, your dick just fell off? <laughs> <laughs> or did his? Okay, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. If, if we were in the show Ab Fab, Absolutely Fabulous, obviously we would be the Patsy and the Ed, and the Edwina. You'd be Edwina because you're the redhead. I'd be Patsy because, well, I'm a drunken bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who... Also gets mistaken for as a man in or out of drag. But anyway. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying. It was a stupid app. <laughs> Shit. Conservative Christian values. Actually, there's also one guy advertised that he was looking for someone under, who was looking for someone between 15 and under 22. Ew. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was actually arrested and apparently had a very large collection of photos that shouldn't have never existed. Ew. <laughs> and he was a pastor in his community. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lovely. I know, right? Yeah, because it's the Excuse right me. stuff. Sorry. And we, you and I, well, we're not going to go into the legacy long saga of your. <laughs> Arrowing adventures on dating apps, and the fact we really that you should do a show about that, and though. the fact that you created like you know fake profiles just to pwn people. Okay, technically, I mean you were trying to catfish te- a catfisher. No, technically, I never created a fake profile. <laughs> My profiles were one hundred percent legit, uh-huh. and their profiles were one hundred percent not. Uh-huh. They catfished me, and then I fucked with them. You got an unusual delight into that. I would. Oh just, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. I would have just, I would have just reported their account and blocked them. That's all I would have done. Oh, I did report them and block them after I had some fun. You I'm sorry. <laughs> when somebody starts messaging me and says they're in the military, and then they propose to me and say for five hundred dollars and Amazon gift cards. That they can give to their commander. They can get leave from Africa. 
and come and meet me and marry me. I'm sorry, I'm just going to have some fun. You see, this is why people assume we have too much free time when they hear oh. about shit like this. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that you get all these ideas from Catfish, the show. Oh, I knew. Which, by the way, they've been, it's, by the way, it's been revealed that they do actually stage a lot of that. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, literally, they, they catfished millions of people on a show about catfishing. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. That's just low. But I did get, I do get tips on how to, like, research to protect myself. <laughs> like, I will fucking, every time I ever met somebody, I would take their number and I'd reverse look up it. Or look look it up so that I can tell if it's a legit number or if it's, like, from a uh, texting app. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll reverse, I'll look up photos, but I mean, that's kind of stupid. I look creepy. (laughs) Yeah. But really, I just look up the phone numbers because that's, that's the first way to tell if it's a fake or not. Okay. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm just going to say, I'm so glad you stopped doing that. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Because one day they're going to do a reverse track on you and they might find your IP address that's attached to your phone. And then track you down after they get your GPS unlock code. Yeah, that would suck. I mean, considering the fact that some of these people are actually master hackers, and this is account number four seven eight of five thousand for them, and it's just all just being run automatically on an algorithm from their desktop. That would kind of suck. So quit fucking with people. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. It's like when you used to get on me for flipping people off on the highway. <laughs> oh yeah, I do that all the time now. Yeah, so kind of fun. Yeah, stick with that. Alicia cannot run them. <laughs> True story. And if they follow you, Alicia, if they follow you, you can at least justify it with the cops. <laughs> True story. Creeper had fucking road rage. <laughs> I'm sorry, officer. The creeper had fucking road rage. He followed me home. I had no choice but to defend myself. Yes, I own that gun. No, I live in a state where we don't have to have a license to have it, but I do have the receipt. <laughs> the fucker deserved it. Now he can live life with one testicle. <laughs> Not if I aim right. Okay, so I turned if him into... If I aim right, he'll be a woman. Okay, so I turned the rooster into a hen. So what, officer? Can they sue me for that? Even though they followed me home? Oh, they can? Never mind, officer. This isn't my gun. It belongs to my neighbor. Here, Tiffany. <laughs> Your gun happened to be in my purse. <laughs> I don't know what the, where that voice came from. I don't either. Uh, it's kind of scary to me. This one should scare you too. Okay, okay, okay. Since, you know, the show Dahmer Monster, sh- the yeah, show I'm, on Netflix. I'm, I haven't decided if I want to watch it. Okay, it's in well, my watch list, but okay. I haven't watched it. Okay, 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 okay. Well, apparently because of the guy who plays Jeffrey Dahmer in this series, apparently Jeffrey Dahmer is now hot again. Like hot? Like you want to fuck him hot? Apparently so. Ew. Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, this isn't strange. Jeffrey Dahmer originally did have a fan club of girls who just, girls and gays who just fell in love with him. He is a serial killer. Yeah, tell that to these weirdos. Didn't he, like, eat his victims? Yes, he was a very troubled gay man who killed his victims and then would actually eat pieces of them and kept the remains in a freezer. 
in his apartment. The only reason he would have had more killings, but the only reason why he got caught is because his freezer broke down one day. His freezer broke down one day, and his neighbors complained of the smell while he was away at work. And people, what, wanted to be his next victim? I don't know, honey. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. They, it's... It's weird. There's like, there's like a few, there's like, there's quite a few profound serial killers who have fandoms like this. Oh my word. And because of the show coming out and everything and Ethan Evans from the American Horror Story franchise, who he is a pretty good looking guy and everything. I will say that. But I understand that I'm attracted to Ethan Evans, not Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) But there's people who are not differentiating between the two. Exactly. Ew. Like, I give him my pinky finger. <laughs> Ew. Although, 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 I will say, in their defense and everything, I mean, if they're, if they're that desperate and horny and everything, a serial killer might be the way to go because at least you know he would get down and eat it. at least you know he would get down and eat it munch it crunch it and then cut it off lick it and slurp it and then stab you a million times and maybe diddle you too (laughs) after he killed you (laughs) and like cut you up for parts which is why I keep telling you, quit messing with the catfishers. This might happen to you. I don't mess with them anymore. Good. And don't be proud of it. One of them might be listening. <laughs> My name is Kit. No, I can't even do that. <laughs> You'll find her apartment numbers two, number 207 on. <laughs> and I live in Hillsboro. <laughs> One, two, three, Mockingbird Way. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's name is Adolf Brunskitten. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a coincidence he has the same mustache as the other guy. Yeah. It just naturally grows like that. I'm from the motherland. It's freaky. (laughs) He's got all three nipples pierced. (laughs) My friends call me... Lazy Susan. <laughs> her friends call her Lazy Susan because she just lies on a table and spins around <laughs> as everyone takes a grab from it. <laughs> oh, shit. Gabriel Iglesias has a new show out. (sighs) Okay, we need that laugh. So, how are you doing over there, Susan? (laughs) 
How about the Astros? What? Never mind. <laughs> I forgot. You don't know anything about baseball. No, but is that why I always see a 12-pack of hot dogs in your fridge? So you can pretend you're with whatever baseball team's winning that week. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> like one day it's going to be the Mets and you're just like this. And you're just like, wow, this is so weird. I never thought I'd be with the Mets. <laughs> um, I don't buy hot dogs. <laughs> That's right. You get paid by the hot dogs because. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> she did that with her front butt people. <laughs> That wasn't Sarah. That was Kim. <laughs> no, seriously. Are you trying to belch or queef? What's going on over there? I don't know. I'm just making weird noises. Hey, that's supposed to be a really good, very scary story. Okay, we're looking. We got the Netflix idol screen on, and the watcher came up. So, I don't know. It's on one of our watch lists. We'll. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty good show. Yeah. So, did you ever have? Were you ever with someone who you thought was a serial killer? You. Well, obviously, but you didn't date me. <laughs> Yeah, but I've been told a couple of times that you're my soulmate. Okay, we gotta tell those people shut the fuck up or I'm gonna kick them in the cooch. <laughs> because I know who they are and I will rip off their left tits. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you're my soulmate? I will rip off their left tits and then I'll pierce their cooches. <laughs> but you're my best friend. That doesn't necessarily mean we're soulmates. <laughs> Um, what did I think? Okay, so the guy from Cleburne. Oh, that dickhead. Was probably a serial killer. More than likely. Wait, are we talking? Is that the guy that lived with his mom in the trailer? Yeah. Oh God, that guy. Yeah, there was something. There was something fishy going on there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Get this bullshit. Uh huh. Okay, so in the last. Well, probably in the last week, week and a half, mm -hmm. not only has, I'm just going to say their names because I don't give a fuck, Alan messaged mm -hmm. me out of the fucking blue, <laughs> and we're just going to say that the reason he and I aren't together anymore is because... He wanted me to take a loan against my car for $1,500 to pay off his debts. Mm. Um, and, I mean, there was a whole other big, giant bullshit that happened, but we'll, we'll just go with that. Um, so, he said that he was talking to his daughter, and his 
his daughter asked him how I was doing, and he said he didn't know because he and I don't talk, which we don't. Um, and his daughter told him that I had changed jobs and blah, blah, blah. And so he messaged me and to see how I was doing. And so he called me, and we talked for a whole hot minute. And after seeing how I was doing and blah, blah, he proceeded to tell me about all of the women that he had dated since he and I broke up, which I thought was so amazing. And so when we hung up, oh, he asked me if I wanted to get together with him and go to dinner. And I was like, um, that doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell of ever happening. Um, and then he hung, we hung up and so I was talking to, to Tanya and he called back while I was on the phone with Tanya and I didn't answer. I just declined it because I was in the middle of a conversation and he gets mad and sends me a text message and he was like, declined? Are you serious? I'm sorry. Are we dating? No, we're not. Do I have any connection to you? No, I do not. And I was like, I'm talking to my sister. What the fuck? So I didn't hear from him anymore. Kind of thinking he's a serial killer. <laughs> then, I can't remember where he lived at the time, but do you remember Jack Daniels? Oh, yeah. The man who couldn't live without uh, a leader dream, uh, of uh, Jack, Jack Daniels? Daniels yeah. He messaged me out of nowhere. Oh, my God. They're all coming out of the woodworks now. Right? I swear to God, I did not break open the Ouija board this year yet. Okay. <laughs> I was, he was like, hi, how are you? I'm like, who, who is, I'm fine. What? Who is this? <laughs> and he was like, this is Curtis. Do you remember me? And I'm like, Fuck. yeah. I, I don't even remember what I said. I was like, something like, um. You just got the stains out of the car seat. Right? <laughs> um, oh, I said. I said, yeah, Uber driver and whiskey drinker. I was like, what's up? And he was like, haha, didn't drink it all that more anymore. And he said, lots happened. My daughter died. My mom died a few months later. Got a security job. What's new with you? And then send me like 10 pictures. I'm like, dude. So you switch from alcohol to what? Caroline? What? I'm like, I, and he's like, it's pictures of him <coughs> and like other people. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did I ask for pictures? Do you want me to save these for some? I'm like, why? What I got a feeling they're all trying to, get, get, they're all going to come on the same day, just show up at the front door. Please take one of us back. <laughs> I'm like, no. Or all of us, or whatever. We're down. And I'm like, I'm sorry for your losses. My condolences. I was like, I have a new job, and I'm just working. My dad passed last summer, and it's been rough, but I'm okay. And he's like, I'm sorry to hear that. And he was like, what's your new job? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, if you're not seeing anyone seriously, I'd love to see you. Blah, blah. And I'm like... And it was a day that I was sick. I had a migraine, and I'm like... And he's like, are you ghosting me? Why aren't you talking? I'm like, dude, I am sick. I'm in bed. I have a migraine. I am not talking right now. And then I haven't talked to him since. Because I'm just like, I'm not fucking with Opening you Opening right that can of worms again. Yeah, I'm like... 
Because when, when I said um, whiskey drinker, he said, I don't drink that much anymore. And I'm like, it's the that much that was in there. That much. Dude, you couldn't make it through a day without drinking a bottle. A liter bottle of Jack Daniels. And plus, the only thing I know this guy from you and everything is that one... He drinks a lot of whiskey because every time I came over to your place after he left, after he left, sometimes is that that's what I smelled. And, two, and there was at least a, at least one bottle in my trash can. Right, and then two, and then and then two is that you know he would that when you guys actually did do the uh uh-uh, uh he actually you know d- d- didn't fall asleep right after. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was that was probably the only, only good thing. Yeah, that was the, like the only good thing. But about see, the that. thing that freaked me out is after he. After he left one weekend, I don't even know what was going on. I was having to move furniture. And one, um, there was a whiskey bottle in the trash can. Mm-hmm. He had spilled, I think there was Malibu in my fridge. Because let's face it, there's always Malibu in my fridge. And he had spilled it all over my stove trying to put it in shot glasses. <laughs> you don't put Malibu in a fucking shot glass, dude. Mm-hmm. It is a mixer. Mm-hmm. But whatever. So there was shit all over my stove. And then I think I had dropped something or whatever behind my chair. So I had moved my chair. There was another bottle of Jack Daniels behind my chair. Empty. I'm like, no, we ain't doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Did you see me home with an unopened bottle once? Wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it was. It was like an unopened bottle he sent me home once. Yeah, wouldn't doubt it. I don't drink that shit. I gave. It, I think I gave that one to Liz. No, but <laughs> so. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, why are these people talking to me all of a sudden? I haven't talked to that. I haven't talked to that dude in years. Maybe your vagina is just that magical. Maybe. I mean, I know I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. At least Kim's down there good for something. <laughs> right? It's a happening place. Apparently. <laughs> I still picture them all. All those losers just showing up right there. We love you. Pick one of us. Or all of us. We're down to clown. <laughs> and I'm just like going to be sitting there upstairs. Just upstairs looking over going like... I think I found the inspiration for my novel. <laughs> Sarah's sex life. The novel. I'll relax. I'll give you an awesome ass and an awesome rack. Alright. That you always feel And I'm gonna me- be skinny, right? Skinnier. I still picture you as a voluptuous plus size beauty with the right with the curves in all the right places. Alright, I'll take it. Thank Lizzo, but with bigger tits. <laughs> That's the best. She thing. is an amazing musician, by the way. I know, right? And she got to play Madison's flute. Wow, she made history. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. And she, oh, she is just a talented person. All over. Okay, so next subject. Um, it's probably more my realm than yours, but <laughs> most things are. <laughs> okay. All right. Right. I just wrote down Hellraiser was kinky fun. 
Okay, so. Hellraiser is kinky fun? Uh, well, yeah, that's what I just, I just randomly just, I watched the Hellraiser Hellraiser movie. is that guy with all the shit in his face, right? Yes, but Hulu remade, made their version of it. It's not a remake of the original movie or anything. It's not even really a continuation of the story. I don't really know how to explain it. But, uh, well, they basically did a remake on Hulu. Um, and, he's ha- and he's kinky now? Like, people are sitting on his face? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just put... how the- Hellraiser became kinky. Well, you don't think whips, chains, and hot wax is kinky? Oh, no, I love it. But I'm just trying to figure out why yeah, I know like how Hellraiser would I know you like to be choked a little, kinky. too. I know you like to be choked a little, too. I'm not going to deny it. I'm just trying to figure out how a guy with pins in his face is now kinky. Hello, piercings? <laughs> yeah, I don't find that kinky. Okay, fine, whatever. That's just what I put down. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, you don't find fish hooks erotic? Fine. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways. You find fish hooks erotic? When they're going through someone's nipples as they're being suspended from a ceiling, yes. <laughs> well, Lord. That opened up a whole new can of worms. No, actually, it opened a puzzle box full of worms, whips, chains, hot wax, blood, gore, sex, God knows what else. <laughs> and I'm out. All right. Anyways, so Hulu came out with their version of Hellraiser. This was the thing I was, like, really excited for. This is, like, the thing I was really excited for. Um, there's still... The whole thing of there being HBO or Hulu series of Hellraiser is still up in the air. But the exciting thing is, is that Clive Barker actually had a say on this version of her, of Hellraiser. Oh, wow. And they actually... And fun fact about the original Hellraiser, they had a very limited budget. But they produced a cult horror film. So is it called Hellraiser? It's yes, yeah, it's just called Hellraiser. That's just it. This is basically it. And it's more Does he still have like dependent? Yes, 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 yes. It's one of the pivotal members of the whole I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to like That's picture. one of them. There's a lot of them. I'll show you pictures later. But well, anyways. Anyways. Okay, okay. So Doug is it, Bra- is it a movie or is it a series? It's a movie. Okay. Anyways, so Doug Bradley, who was the original pinhead in the series, which by mm-hmm. the way, um, any, which, by the way, in the book, they don't refer to him as Pinhead and everything. They refer it's based on a book? Okay, let me back the track up before, you, before I kill this bitch. Anyways. No, I, I, I seriously okay, okay, had no okay, idea okay, that okay, Hellraiser okay, was based okay, okay. on a book. Hellraiser. Clive Barker, he is a master of horror, but... I knew that. Primarily as an author. <gasps> no. He's a novelist. He's Like just, Stephen King? Like Stephen King. Oh, hell no. I didn't know that. The only difference is, is that Clive Bark, the films based off of Clive Barker's work don't have a tendency to flop. They tend to either just have a lukewarm opening and then they become a cult classic, like Hellraiser. It became a cult classic. And it was done on a limited budget, and Clive Barker actually had say on what was going on in productions on the original Hellraiser. He actually had a say. They had a limited production, so they, they had a limited production, and the work that it's based off of um, kind of really kind of surpassed the, ima- the the imagination that he put into the book and everything kind of surpassed the technology from the 1980s, basically. Yeah. That kind of situation. Yeah. So it was really interesting, the fact that he got creative say on this version now that he also... And also, Clive Barker was also a victim of Hollywood taking away his rights mm-hmm. as 
the creator of a universe, basically. So basically, um, Hellraiser, there was Hellraiser, and then there was Hellraiser 2, and then there was a bunch of shit sequels. <laughs> like, I mean, shit. It was basically, quite literally, they were just ran they were just hiring random ghostwriters to just crank out bullshit and everything, just so Miramax and, um, Miramax and Paramount and everything could try and hold on to the rights that they, that they took away from Clive Barker. Yeah. But then they quit making the movies and then um it went into limbo and then basically he has all rights back all creative rights back. So hallelujah. It was So is Hellraiser supposed to be like a series? Well, that's just the thing. It's really not supposed to be a series. It's based off of well, actually the um actually the whole concept of everything started with one of his novels called The Hellbound Heart. And then, like, there's some other series, there's some other books. He wrote, like, some books, like, book, <clears throat> book miniseries, but The Hellbound Heart was supposed to be a standalone thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's another one called uh, Books of Blood, To There's another one called Books of Blood. Um, he wrote, he was, he was, uh, he had creative, he had creative control behind um, a long series of graphic novels that came out based off of the, hell, based off of the whole Hellbound Heart thing. Uh, well, anyways. Long story short, I like this one because it's not exactly a remake, but it's a remake. It's his own little original story. It's mm. his own little original story. It's his own little original story because um, basically the producers and everything, they felt that since they, they, they don't want to do like an exact remake of like the 1980s original movie because that's just kind of like, you know, just a weird cheap ploy that everyone's doing in Hollywood right now. But... And, like, the fact that the characters of, like, the Cenobites and the story of the Hellbound Heart and everything could, like, literally fit in any timeline. So, <laughs> that's kind of what they did. And what I mostly appreciated, the fact is, the thing that I really appreciated was the fact that um, how they did Pinhead and the Cenobites. Because, you know, like, the original Hellraiser, they were, like, of course, you know, grotesque monstrosities, you know, that were tortured souls and everything, that happened to wear leather S&M gear. Well, in the book, in, well, in the book, um, they weren't given leather S&M gear. Basically, whatever semblance of clothing they were wearing, that was actually their skin. <laughs> their own skin, basically, filleted and, you know, manipulated to look like clothing. Um, and that the Cenobites, particularly Pinhead and everything, um, in the book has a feminine voice and presents as an androgynous being. So they have a woman playing Pinhead for the movie, for this movie. Huh. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, but anyways, it's, I like it. I mostly like it because it's like art, because it's like very artworky. It's like very artworky. There's some, there were some key characters in the original movie and that are featured in the novel The Hellbound Heart and everything that weren't featured in this one. But it's set up kind of with an ambiguous ending, like in the credits and everything. So there, so it could be a standalone movie on its. So to me, it could be a standalone, good standalone movie on its own, or it could open the way to another sequel or a series or a series and everything. But they're still kind of up in the air with it right now. Yeah. But mostly, everyone's like raving about the new pin about the lady who's playing the actress who's plays who's playing Pinhead right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a, it's like weird. It's like they're grotesque beauties, but at the same time and everything, they're basically 
are supposed to represent like living artwork of the flesh basically is what they're supposed to be and that's how thankfully they turned out you know yeah. visually they turned out that way so it's yeah it's really nice and also the puzzle box can do more tricks now <laughs> pretty cool oh and then um the oh and then like in this move in this iteration of it and it's, it kind of explains it in the hellbound heart and everything the puzzle box itself is known as the lament configuration as when it's first introduced to you and everything um but there's a reason why it's named after that and at the end of the movie and at the end of the movie this movie kind of self-reveals why it's called the lament configuration and like, like, you know, like what each different stage of the puzzle box actually, each different stage of the puzzle box actually represents something, yeah. something. And usually, um, the Cenobites, um, and usually the Cenobites and everything, if you fulfill the requirements of the box to meet their God and everything, that's, they will grant you pretty much any wish you want. But as one character in the movie learned and everything, you have to be careful about what you wish for because <laughs> it's all about because what you wish for is kind of about perspective <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll probably explain it to you after we're done with the podcast but it's actually I thought it was a really good movie good yeah kind of a slow burn but a good burn <clears throat> not really all that terrifying there weren't a lot of jump there weren't jump scares there weren't really jump scares or anything in it so you said that his movies were different because they became cult classics and didn't flop so do Stephen King's movies flop? They tend to. Really? Yeah, I mean, they tend to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love them all. I mean, like, of course, there's It. Yeah. Of course, there's It. Um, Pet Night Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Night Flyer became a cult classic. But you have to admit and everything, it is really hard to adapt a Stephen King book. It is, like, really hard. I don't read them, and I don't watch his movies, except for Misery, so... Yeah, I mean, like, it is really hard to adapt a Stephen King book, just because of how he writes, and and they don't tend to get him there as input. I mean, I think, they, think really one of the few, like, aside from the Sleepwalkers, aside from, like, the Sleepwalkers, um, the only other production that actually had him directly, putting direct input was uh, the anthology series Creepshow. Yeah, that was the only thing. Really, they don't really ask for his input, or they don't invite him on as a cons. They don't. They don't hire him on as a consultant. Uh. You know, and everything, which was um, which was Doug Bradley and everything, which was Clyde Barker and a lot of other people and everything. Well, a lot of other you know people whose stuff becomes like you know like you know, brain and burning your brain successes right off the bat and everything. It's just that, you know, it's just really hard to adapt. And Stephen King's also one of those writers that he can crank out a novel like every few months yeah so i would love to just i mean like be able to look in his head i mean like he can crank out a novel a few months and everything we're like someone like clive barker and everything like he i think it took him like a year and a half to actually get done writing the manuscript for help for the hellbound heart um and he invests in him like Anne rice and everything they invest a lot of time in each novel mostly because they want to flesh out every bit of the story as possible whereas king's more like He's a story factory. Yeah. You know, and you know, you think, oh, because he's able to write this out and everything, we can adapt it real easy. And then you realize, oh, crap, if we break this down into a visual, it is really hard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas, like, you know, whereas, like, um, where, like, Clive Barker and a few other authors I like him. the only movies that have really succeeded for him, then, that's kind of It and Misery mm -hmm. and The Green Mile. Right. And then you have to put, and then with like Stephen King, like 
Stephen King novels, turning them into movies. His like his stuff does better as like mini series. Yeah. Than than standalone movies, they do better as like a series. You know, it's just like because you know. It's just like because he doesn't really spend a whole lot of time crafting a world in a book and everything. You have to kind of translate that for yeah. him. And then like, but like people like Clive Barker and stuff like, and other authors like Anne Rice and everything, they create an entire world or, yeah. or like why J.R.R. Tolkien's stuff, you know, yeah. is so successful because they spend a lot of time creating a world for the reader. Yeah. So it's not that hard to translate it to an actual movie. Yeah. Or an actual feature or a show. Which, by the way, I will be watching The Rings of Power soon. <laughs> yeah. Which I heard was awesome. I have no idea. Oh, I know. I've never, I've never Yeah, I know, I know. You've, I know. Lord of the Rings, it's not Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. It's just. I watched The I mean, Hobbit, but. I mean, they're... they're good. They're good. They're not terrible. But at the same time, they're also incredibly long. Yeah. Should have been broken up a little into a, into one more film, <laughs> just to kind of mm, cut the runtime a little bit. I mean, sitting there for two and a half hours on your ass. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, well, anyways, um, anyways, I guess we better start wrapping this up and everything. But real quick, I I felt old. You are old. I felt no. I felt old. What'd you do? Because apparently there's a trend going on TikTok right now. There's always trends going on TikTok. Yeah, this trend hit me in the feels in particular. Why? Because they now make costumes for 90s teens and 2000s teens. Costumes. I don't know what that means. You know, like 70s costumes? Like those costume packs that says 19... Yes, like those costume packs that say... 1970 guy, 1970 woman, 1960 guy, 1960 woman. They now have. What the hell is that going to be? They now have. 1990s teens was jeans with a French roll and a t shirt. Or flannel shirt, jeans, and work boots. Yeah. Or 2000s, even. What? Stupid, tacky makeup, a bad tan, and bad tan and flat hair? <laughs> Those are costumes now. <gasps> I feel so fucking old. <laughs> I feel so old now. Oh, and a Tamagotchi in your pocket. <laughs> Teen Halloween. Are you seriously taking a minute to Google that now? Yes, because that irritates the shit out of me. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so okay, one of it. them looks like Britney Spears. Okay, you see it. Yeah. See. One of them looks like Cher from Clueless. There you go, see. I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay, that chick looks like the chick from. There's no crying in League of Their Own. That guy looks like Ace Ventura. What the hell? <laughs> So now I feel incredibly old. 
Yeah. My childhood is in a is in a costume bag at Target. I feel like my mother. <laughs> what was the other in 2000s? DS 2000s. You don't have to look those up. Please oh, I don't. Because do, I'm going to vomit. Well, please don't. And she's still looking. What the hell? How is that even a costume? I don't know. It looks like the cast of Mean Girls. There you go. I'll keep in mind there might be some people. I'm who... from that cheerleading show. Bring it on, whatever. There Anyways. You go. <sighs> okay, seriously. That chick's in a pink power suit. Yes, but seriously. <sighs> oh dear God in heaven, when okay. did we get old? I don't know, but let's move on. Let's <laughs> let's move okay. on. Yes, yes, my childhood is now in a plastic bag hanging on a hook and target. Thank you. And then Halloween spirit, in a spirit Halloween somewhere. So, <laughs> anyways, fuck all that. <laughs> mm -mm. Fuck all that. I know how to change, I know how to do my own taxes and change oil. So, <laughs> oh, well, anyways, and just to kind of round this all out and everything and just kind of end this out. Okay, okay. I'm, after this, I'm going to give you something to look up. And it's going to, and it made me think of you, but at the same time, it's also going to horrify you. Happy Halloween. Anyways. Thanks, asshole. Not yet, not yet. Okay, okay. Apparently, there's two horror movies that I apparently have to see. I think I told you one of them during Breaking Her Thing, the movie Smile, and also the movie Barbarian. I don't know a whole lot about them yet, but I heard surprise twist movies, surprisingly really good. One of them makes you really, really think, and you just puffed that vape right in my face. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> kind of has like a weird cotton candy-ish smell. <laughs> Not supposed to be menthol, but still it smells like cotton candy. Oh. Anyways. And now, the thing I'm going to leave you to Google with. And we're not going to record your reaction. I'm just going to let you Google it. And then it'll have to be in the next episode. <laughs> there, was, there's a, there was a viral video that was scrubbed off the internet quite recently. I think there's some news articles about it, though. Um, but, it was just, but it was removed for being disturbing. But yet again, there's a bunch of news articles about it. About a lady who had 23 contacts in her eye. What? She had 23 contacts in her eyes. She had 23 contact lenses in her eyes. She had a bad habit. Doctor removing 23 contact lenses from U.S. woman's eye. It's a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. She had 23 contacts in her eye. She kept falling asleep, forgetting they were there. They would track up, get stuck under her lid, and she would forgot about them. And she just kept putting a new set. And... That lady's a fucking moron. And with that, we like to say goodbye while Sarah watches the disgusting video. Goodbye. Or is on her watch list for later. <laughs> All I have to say is she's a fucking moron. Hey, you used to fall asleep with your contacts on. I do. But I know they're there. I don't go and put another one on top of it. <laughs> But and just, then I take it out, and, I, and when I take it out, I put in a new set. I don't mm. just slap another one on top of the other ones. Well, hey, she might have just forgotten about them because they, like, literally rolled all the way back up in there. 
Well, if she put a new one in the day before, how do you forget that you put one in the night, the morning before? Well, I don't know. If you fall asleep in them, they could just fall out. No, she's an idiot. Remember, contact hygiene. Take them out every night. <laughs> Hello. Anyways, so long, dear listeners. Uh, bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Um, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. And we will catch you next time. Also, don't be afraid to look us up on social media platforms everywhere. Bye.